Hey Soul Fam, welcome to your weekly dose of blackity black culture chats, creative inspiration, and a dab of womanly tea to go with your Taco Tuesday. I'm your soulful guide, Brittany, and I can't wait to serve you this tea, sis. Let's jump in. Hey y'all, how are you doing today? Um, all right, so I'm just going to jump right into this one because it is probably um, my favorite episode out of the whole season because I get to do what all of us parents do anyways. Um, and then it's great because only the parents get it. Uh, in our little parent community. But anyhow, um, I love starting off the ep- the episodes with a reflection story. So let's reflect. Okay, so the title of this lovely episode, and this is our last episode of season one, y'all. Oh my goodness. It has been a long time coming, but honey, I am ready for this break so I can go ahead and get season two popping. But anyways, um, so this episode is called having kids is ghetto. And I love, it's funny, I love uh, this one, this particular title, because I literally say this to everyone. Every time they're like, oh my gosh, your daughter's so cute. Oh my gosh, your son is so handsome, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love your kids. I love your kids. I'm like, "Mm -mm, don't do it. Having kids is ghetto. And I mean that from the bottom, loving, most beautiful place of my heart. I love my children. However, those little boogers are a handful. Like literally last night, my kids thought it would be okay to just make noise. My daughter's screaming. My son is just babbling sounds and words. And I'm like, it is 10 o'clock at night. First of all, y'all need to be going to sleep. Second of all, mommy is trying to enjoy a bit of peace while y'all transition to sleep. And I swear, like my kids just, they have no fear, first of all, but they just have no boundaries. Like they have no sense of common sense. And it's so irritating. Like, it's just ridiculous. But I love my children. (laughs) But, um... Anyways, so that's my little reflection story, I guess. Just my kid's craziness last night. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, being a parent is interesting. And it's funny to me because I have so many first-time moms reach out to me. One, because I'm a doula. Um, and two, because I'm a mom, obviously, of two kids. And I have a son and a daughter. So, um It's always fascinating how the first time moms ask all of the questions like, oh my gosh, what do I do if I can't breastfeed? Oh my gosh, what was your experience like? Did you have a C-section or did you have a vaginal birth? And I'm just like, oh, honey, no two births are the same. No two children are the same. Like there is no plug and play formula to parenting. It is all just a pile of shit that just lands on your doorstep after you have sex. And it's like, here we go. There's literally no handbook for it. And it is insane to me. Like, no, I mean, of course, our parents told us what it was like being our parent. And, you know, we hear how their parents were to them, you know, our grandparents. And it just cracks me up that now being a parent, it's like, I didn't experience anything you experienced. I mean, I get glimpses and and all and hints now and again, but 
nah, this this is this a different age of kids. Like they these these generation of kids are ruthless. I mean, the things that I see in so on social media and in the media and the news, it's just like Jesus, who is raising y'all? And then you stop and think like, dang, this is how our parents felt. You know, our grandparents felt when our parents were raising us. Like, what are y'all doing with them kids? Like, what's going on? And then to be now be on that side, it's just like, woo, it is something. It is absolutely something. But I really think that being a parent is so unique to you as a person because I have a lot of first-time moms that ask me for advice. And depending on what kind of advice they're looking for, like, oh, was it easier with your son or your daughter? I was I was in two different spaces as a mom. Um, with my son, I was very young. I, and I don't say young, very young like teenager. I was 22 when I had my son. Um, and having him was something like... I I was still trying to figure out who I wanted to be as a as a woman, um, what I wanted to do with my career, what I wanted to do with my life. And, you know, I was just in the figuring it out stage. And then I find out I'm pregnant. And at the time, you know, my ex had kind of come back in the picture like I was kind of pursuing that. And then I found that I was pregnant and it just kind of threw everything off. And um Sorry, I have allergies. <laughs> but it it man, it was just a crazy time being a first time mom and in the figuring it out stage as a woman. Um, and then to have a son, it was just weird altogether because I was an only child. So I don't know nothing about no penis. I don't know nothing about taking care of a boy and how to do men's hair. Like I didn't know any of that. So it was really something new for me because I had to really figure out how I wanted to be a mom and what my future and my growth looked like from there now being a mom of, of you know, one, a, a son and all of that. And it was really difficult. Like my son was was amazing. And he was like literally fell asleep at 11 p.m. and woke up at 11 a.m., never cried unless something was super wrong you know, and then he picked up really easily. We taught him the alphabet and he knew it, you know, it was, we showed him how to crawl and he learned and then he ran and then he walked and all of that, you know, and it was just like raising him was really easy. Like he just fit into, into my life and it was great. And then my daughter, oh, autumn rain is like a thunderstorm. Like she is literally the boss of our family. I mean, oh my goodness, we can't eat if she don't eat. We can't have nothing to drink. We can't go to sleep if she's not sleepy. Like she runs it and she's the most difficult little girl I have ever encountered. And I love her to death because her little sassy self, when she loves you, she loves you. And there is no amount of uh there is no amount of things that a child can do that can you know deter you from loving them or accepting their love and my daughter is literally a fireball 
I, I think my husband told me earlier she's a Sagittarius and I'm a Taurus. You know, I, I'm a bull and dealing with my daughter. Oh, bless her spirit. She is something. And I literally couldn't imagine her being any other way than how she is. But her and my son are night and day. And when first time moms ask me, you know, oh, what is it like being a mom of two? Completely different. Like where I was with my son is not where I was with my daughter. You know, I was married when I had my daughter. With my son, I wasn't married. Although they have the same dad and I married him eventually. Um, You know, it was, I was in a really weird place with my son. And then with my daughter, I was in part two of the transition I was going through, you know, while I was pregnant with my son and after I had him. And it was, it's just night and day. And parenting literally is different for everyone. I mean, no two kids are alike and everyone just wants this little plug and play handbook of, oh, how do you breastfeed? How do you do this? You know, what worked for you? What worked for me probably won't work for you because I'm psychotics at times. And my kids are like little mini versions of my psychotic behavior. So it's always something in the world of parenting. Um, and it's literally one of those things where you, there is no handbook. There's nothing for you to understand about parenting. There's nothing for you to understand about, you know, there's no amount of being prepared. I should say like there is, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Every child is different for my son's first year of life. We never had to buy diapers because he had enough diapers and clothes from the baby shower to last him you know, the whole first year of his life. So we didn't really have any money to spend on him besides some seasonal stuff that as far as clothes that we saw that we just loved and had to buy. Um, But he had clothes all the way up until he was two. So we didn't really have to do anything. Um, And then with my daughter, (laughs) she's literally, we call her little stallion because she's literally built like a a stallion like she just she just gets thicker and thicker as the days go and I'm like honey I don't even know what to do anymore like you're you're in two and three t clothing and you just turned one and I don't I don't understand where all of this is coming from however she loves herself I mean autumn will stand in front of the mirror and just look at herself and go nuts like she's never seen her own reflection before and it is the cutest thing and she just really loves her body and she loves herself and it is so like I said just the cutest thing in the world to just watch her accept who she is and all of her little curves and discovering her body and I'm like oh lord I literally just we're me and her in itself are polar opposite but because she grew so quickly and grew thick so quickly, it was really difficult um, for us to like go shopping for her because the top part of, of outfits can fit, but then that bottom half, it was like impossible to get things to match for her. So we were always just buying clothes and doing all that for her. And now she's kind of leveled out where she stays around a, a 3T, but the cost for her versus my son, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, Jesus. She was just expensive. But I I guess girls are expensive anyways. But 
anyways, um, yeah, it kid, there is no handbook for it. I mean, you just have to, it, it depends on you. And as a parent, you know, we want to be perfect. We want to get it right. We want everything to be done exactly how our parents did it. If we felt like our parents raised us adequately, or we just want to be that perfect example for our, our son or daughter. And, you know, we're never going to be perfect. And that's just, that's just it. There's going to be mistakes that we make and, and things that our children remind us of or bring to our attention that offended them as they get got get older or whatever. You know, we're never going to be perfect, but there there is no handbook to help you on your child. I mean, it there I, I can't think of anything that I've read or any piece of advice that I've gotten that, you know, helped me raise my kids because they were their own special beings and I just I there's no formula and I think that we really have to think about you know the idea of parenting and everything that parenting is before we make that action because if you expect it to be this formula then you really shouldn't have kids like there is no formula I promise you y'all there is no formula to parenting it it's just it is what it is um, and I have just learned to accept the journey and really just allow it to be. I mean, it, it's, it's a roller coaster of emotions, still discovering who you are as a person and as a parent. And then, you know, just trying to figure out everything else in between, um, how you should parent, what advice you should listen to, what advice you shouldn't listen to. You know, the list goes on, but geez, parenting is whoo. But my advice to any first time, you know, moms and parents is just to enjoy every moment because they go so quickly and you really just, once they're gone, they're gone, obviously, but you will miss the moments as they grow. Like I miss my son being a baby because he was so precious and now he like talks. So it's just different and adjusting to that. And then my daughter growing is, it is a doozy. So my advice is just to enjoy the world of parenting um, and just take it all in, take it, take it all in. Because like I said, there is no formula, um, to parenting. There is no plug and play anything. So you just, you got to take it, take it how it is. (laughs) I mean, I don't know any other way to slice it, but if you don't, if you don't want to have kids, don't do it. Cause I promise you it's ghetto. It's beautiful, but it is ghetto. And I, like I said, I mean that in the most honest and loving way possible. I love my kids, but it is ghetto. And everyone keeps asking me, my husband, when we're going to have more. And I'm like, yeah, that ship has sailed. It is sunken. Like we are done, done. And oh, like it's no, 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 no. I don't care how much money you pay me. I ain't having no more kids. 
It's just too much. It's way, 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 way too much. Not even financially, just emotionally, it's way too much. So no, we're done. We are done, done. But yeah, um, don't do it. Having kids is ghetto. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, this is our last episode of season one. Um, and I'm already starting the recordings for season two. And I am super, 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 super excited for you guys to get that uh, meat and that information from season two, because it is going to be more of sharing information and knowledge than uh, more comedy. I know y'all be laughing at me because my mouth be reckless sometimes, but I want season two to be that that growth season for all of us. Um, so I'm really excited to branch out and do some new things with that. And yeah, I'm I'm excited, y'all. Like I'm very, 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 very excited. Woo, it's gonna be awesome. But anyways, I thank y'all so much for rocking with me. Um, this first season, it has been beautiful to meet some of you that are my listeners and just read your reviews and everything. Like I really sincerely appreciate the love and support. Um, I appreciate the the shares, the listens, the comments, the text messages. I love it all. And I am just honored to have finally answered the calling to my damn mouth um, and really just used it to be a vessel to normalize being black and being human. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all so much. And I cannot wait to bring you more gems in season two. Have a beautiful time and I will see you uh, you beautiful people back in May. In the meantime, you know, I'll be posting videos and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'll be back in front of the mic officially in May. So I will see you then. Love, 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 and happy spring. Because by the time I get back on, it'll be spring. Hopefully, if it don't snow, rain, sleet, hill, and, you know, volcano in Georgia in the meantime. But happy spring, and thank you. Seriously, thank you, guys. All right. Peace. Thank you so much for connecting with me, Soul Fam. I pray peace over your week, prosperity over your life, and extra guacamole for your taco free of charge. See you next time, beautiful soul. Peace. Soulcast is brought to you by Virality. Visit viralityco.com for all of your photography and digital design needs.